the geek shall inherit the earth. know you and the, the reason I, I know you and we, we became friends was I downloaded Meat Market and left you a message on your Facebook page yeah. about it um, and you obviously replied back to that in a blog post that you did um, yeah, that, yeah. which was very very kind words very kind words um, and we've been sort of, we've been friends ever since and I was looking that was about four years ago yeah, it's getting on, isn't it? <laughs> it was about four years ago. And ever since then, I, I've read every single one of your books before they come out. Um, and you've always sent me teasers of chapters and all sorts of random stuff. But how did you get into writing? How did you start getting into that? What, what drove you to think, do you know what? I want to be an author. Well... I can't, I can't really remember this, but my mum is, and assures me, and there is actually physical evidence of it. Uh, I have a book that I wrote when I was eight years old and uh, made a little spine for it and a cover and everything. And, and, and just it was just a, a school exercise book, yeah. that, uh, you know, with, uh, with lined, <laughs> lined pages. And I just wrote a little story about, I can't even remember what it was. It's called Mystery of the Devil's Grave. The Devil Grave is a, uh, an old an old mine on old ugly edge, an old copper mine. And oh, we used right. to, yeah, with our friends and just mess about in the woods and stuff. And uh, yeah, that's kind of like my first book when I was eight. But I, I started. I I got uh, I got suspended from school when I was fifteen, and there's obviously I was grounded for fifty years then. Yeah. And I wasn't allowed TV, internet wasn't even a thing then. I wasn't allowed to play on the. The five pixel computer that we had, and uh, so I just started. I've always read a lot, and I just started reading. And after going through about ten Jack Higgins books, I thought, "Oh, I'll have a go at this." I could because I started thinking oh, it'd be better if, if that character did that or this character did that. What if they went there? I started asking questions, and I thought, "Well, I'll give it a go." And uh, my first book at fifteen was called A Passion to Kill. And it was the worst Jack Higgins ripoff ever, full of cliches. It was uh, it was disgusting. But <laughs> I then went on to write the sequel, which was The Magician, and uh, and then a few other thrillers because I was because I was uh, reading thrillers, and then I started reading everything. Then every single genre, every author I could get my hands on, and uh, I started enjoying. Uh, Ladlet, like chiclet from the mind's yeah. point of view, because it was a lot easier to read and uh, it was a lot more light-hearted. And I thought I'd have a go at writing one like that from the first-person perspective instead of third-person. 
feels right behind the character's eyes writing it. And, uh, and that turned into a book called The Race, which was four friends who went on holiday, uh, as 19, 20-year-olds will, and got to a hell of a lot of mischief. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I read, I read The Race after I read Meat Market. Yeah. And I, I loved it. I, 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 I don't know, I, I found my... For me, I, I found the type of books I love to read to just, to, to, I don't know, to make me feel happy, smiley, funny. You know, it's, there's no pretense to it. It's literally just laughs and I could relate to, to every character because I was 19, 20. I did most of that when I went out. You know, I mean, yeah. I was a bit older than that. I was probably about 24 when I went to Ibiza. But yeah. Yeah, I could totally relate to it. Um, but yeah, but when you once you did the race, you then did, you, you well, you did the checking out books, didn't you? But then you kind of yeah, well, uh, and then you made them. Yeah, it, it's a bit weird. It was just really to get serious because I was I was writing standalone uh, books, and I mean the race was a standalone book with its own set of four characters, and uh, and then I wrote checking out, which is basically an autobiography of the two years that I spent in Cape Town. Uh, but very light-hearted, you know, and, and uh, keeping it first person in the present to keep so the readers right behind the character's eyes. Uh, and then again, when I moved on and, and did Meat Market, it was again first person, present tense, just just, just keeping, keeping it like that. It was a lot easier to write like that. And, and then I wrote a couple more in in uh, with the character from Meat Market, uh, Greg and his friend Stu, and I wrote Next Esco and Eric and, and then Barman, and they they had those characters in it. And then I thought, well, I've got these two standalones, Race and Checking Out, and because the Race had four characters in it, and you you saw everything from all of their perspectives, I thought, well, if I change the names, they're basically those characters. It doesn't matter, you know, it's ten years apart from, so yeah, it can be. And then I decided to do the same with checking out to make it one of the characters. Yeah. And thus I had a five book series then instead of yes. three books that were yeah. loosely, uh, loosely uh, entwined. But it's a standalone series in a, case, in a way because you don't need to read any one of the book. You, you can pick up any of them and then start there. And I was always very conscious of writing it like that because I didn't want people picking up book four and it mentioning something in book two and they think, well, I don't even know what's happening. So yeah. uh, make sure that you could pick up any and start them there. And, and you don't, you haven't just done Ladlick either, have you? You've done, you did the Divine series. Yeah. The, the where, Divine. That you've sort of, that, that you've sort of, it's taken a little bit longer to do those because there's a lot more involved. And I remember we've had a conversation about all the research you've had to do and, and everything. What made you get into into like science fiction? Yeah, it's well, it's got its own uh, Amazon category. It's uh, it's urban fantasy, apparently. It's like, oh, right. yeah, because uh, I mean, when you say science fiction, people immediately think aliens in space. Yeah, and definitely not any of that. No, it, it, it's uh, it, it's more like uh, X Men, if, if anything, but a, a more realistic version with with more pseudoscience thrown in. The, the reason that I wrote The Divine, I, I had an, a sort of like an idea about uh, immortals 
and what it'd be like to be immortal and haven't lived through the ages. And that, that's kind of where the idea came from. Uh, and it meant that I, I love history and it meant that I could just go in, at any point in history that interests me and weave it into the story yeah. and also weave real characters from history into into my books and it did take a, it did take a lot of uh, a lot of research and it always takes me a couple of years to write one of them whereas the Ladlet stuff a couple of months <laughs> unfortunately yeah it does it does tend to take longer because because obviously there, there are lots there are lots more spread out in terms of release dates aren't they um, it's more plot based as well. I mean, it is character based. Every story is character based. Otherwise, you know, uh, readers wouldn't wouldn't care about the book. But uh, there's there's a lot more plotting that I had to do in the Divine. Whereas uh, with my my funnies, I can just see where it takes me. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what? What is your, out of all of your books that you've written, what is your favourite book? My favourite book, it's two. Uh, I got asked this uh, a few weeks ago. My favourite book, how I set it out, is without a doubt Barman. Because in Barman, uh, you have the first chapter, which is the guy committing suicide. And then the second chapter is six months before, where he's... Uh, a lot more happy-go-lucky. And then the third chapter is Batson committing suicide. So all, all, all the odd chapters are, are now him committing suicide. And then all the even chapters are six months ago and leading up to this suicide. So it keeps the, the reader engaged. It kept me engaged uh, just to see what was happening. And the pacing was, was really well, I think, I think uh, done well because of this. And then you get to the end of the story, which is effectively the middle in a linear sense. And then, uh, you know, I, I ruin everyone's life with the, uh, with the ending. Cause it's quite, I, I, I will say now, you absolutely ruined me with that. <laughs> you absolutely ruined me. When I, when I read that the first time, I messaged you, didn't I? And I said, what the expletive do you think you're playing at? Because I even I even have the message on my Facebook still, uh, and you just went, what? <laughs> yeah. The, the ending of that book just literally destroyed me. Well, because Barman, because of our meat marking, it's very light-hearted and stuff. And uh, well, all, all the others, you know, were checking out and the race that they're all very light-hearted. It was time for me to go darker. Yeah. But kind of without you know without you realizing how dark I'll go. Yeah. Until the end. Until literally the last sort of three or four yeah. pages. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a good book. Uh, it, it was, uh, you know, in, in, the, in, the, in the chapters where he's not committing suicide, uh, he's going through a hell of a time not seeing his son and stuff. And he's, he's, he's very tormented, even though there's plenty of uh, funny in it. He's, he's quite a tormented, tormented character. And it's, uh, it was nice to uh, visit that. In myself, yeah. you know, Dude, to, yeah, to, get yeah. it, to get it there. <clears throat> I think that's that, that's uh, definitely one of my favourites. Uh, and then the Divine number yeah. two in the uh, in the Divine series, which was the first one I wrote. Uh, yeah, I, I love that book. It took me two two three years to write, 
and it was uh, it was just a love affair with the genre really, with time travel and history yeah. and and stuff. Yeah, I was, yeah. I, I, I must admit, I I did really love the Divine because I read that. I read that. I read Meat first, then yeah. I read the Divine, then I read the Race, and yeah. I mean, for me, it, my favourites were always Meat Market and The Divine. And then yeah. you wrote the recent one, Tinder. Tinder, that isn't yet, yet out yet. That isn't yet out yet, hasn't been released yet. And Tinder has, has picked Meat Market for, uh, for it because of, just because of, I think because of all of it, actually. Because when you get to the end of it, you realise just how actually real life it is yeah because i know that i know that some some of the books aren't aren't real they're they're obviously you know you've taken some parts of your life because you, you've owned a pub you've worked in a pub you've yeah. you, you know you, you've been you've been a barman yeah inverted commas um and yeah and you did say that when, when you when you sent it to me that most of this was relatively real yeah. Um, and probably more so on the last last page, which was like, oh, because it wasn't. It, I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting expecting either to get my heart broken or <laughs> to to have something horrific happen that is going to need explaining in the second book. But it wasn't. It was just. It was just right in the fields, but in a good way. Yeah, I, I thought. Really nice. with, yeah, with uh, with tendered, which obviously is not out yet. I wanted. Uh, well, it, it was all real. It was never. It was never going. It was never going to be uh, part of the series. It was a rubbish time in my life. You know, at Pete's. You know, I had my own pub, a very very successful pub, and uh, it had become the victim of its own success. Really, uh, because with success came fights and drugs and licensing breathing down your neck, and oh, it was just a nightmare at the end. Uh, so I decided to leave, and then I kind of left, not doing anything. I was yeah. stuck in my house, trying to get another job and trying to write. And and uh, I'd, my relationship had uh, ended around the same time. Everything was just going downhill. And I thought, well, it's always been cheaper than therapy. This writing malarkey. So I'll, I'll start. Uh, I'll start writing, and it was quite. And it's still called now. It's, it's called journal in my. Uh, I'm a word processor, you yeah. still got journal. And that's all it was. It was just me. And then I got to a certain part in it and I thought, well, this is actually a story here. But I was living that story while I was writing it. Yeah. And I thought, well, I need to live it first before I can carry on. And then I left I left it for a year and then came back in well, the last third in like two days, I think. Uh but yeah, it's it, it's always daunting when I do my ladlet stuff because it has to be funny. It can't it can't you know I have to I have to make people laugh through it and they yeah. have to smile. And if I'm thinking about trying to be funny, it's not going to be funny. No. So it's always it's always quite daunting. But usually when I get when I, when the uh, key starts happening, something funny comes up and I'll I'll make it and I'll put it in there. It's all right, wasn't it? Had a few it, giggles. Was, it was absolutely hilarious and, and and you know from all the books i kind of went from loving Stu, who was sort of the main character one of the main characters from from meat market all the way through to 
to Barman and even carrying on now. And he was, he was always my favourite. But then, I don't know, I just kind of started to fall in love with Phil. Like, yeah, he's, yeah. like I said, he's my, he's my spirit animal, Phil is. Stu's uh, twin brother. <laughs> yeah, he just, he, he just doesn't, he doesn't care. He's got, he's just got no care in the world. He just says it as it is, you know. Yeah, where did you get the inspiration for those two? Because they're obviously, they're completely different. Yeah. But obviously you made them as, as twins. Are they based on anyone in particular? No, well, I've, when, when I wrote uh, Meat Market, Phil didn't exist. It, it, it would be quite nice to go back and write some Phil and Stu moments in it, but it's, it's done and dusted, you know. Yeah. Uh, it, it was when I, when I wrote uh, Barman that uh, I introduced Phil, because you don't know Stu all the way through Barman. No, no, you don't. And that's the, that's the hugely clever part, is that it only, it only clicks who it is right towards the very, very end. Well, it wasn't going to, again, you know, when I started writing Barman, it was, uh, it was going to be another standalone. I always start with them, you know. They're not going to be in a series, and so now this is a series of six books that were never going to be in a series. It's going to be crazy. But uh, when, when, I, uh, when I started writing it, it wasn't going to be Stu. He was just not going to, he was going to be nameless yes. all the way through it. I just called him Guy in, it, in my notes. And then, so Guy had, uh, had a twin brother. And that's, that's where this twin came on. And then I had to go back to Meat Market to make sure. I actually did have to change a few things in Meat Market because it said he was an only child. So I had to change a few things. I had to change it, yeah. But the little bits that, if you read Meat Market, you probably won't even remember that, you know, because it's just, it's a, it's, a nothing, uh, it's a nothing piece of information. So, uh, yeah, Stu and Phil kind of were born in Barman. And then when I wrote Escort and Eric, which is kind of the sequel to, uh, to Meat Market, I decided to put him in a lot more and see, see what the relationship uh, Stu and Phil had. And then obviously they're both in Tinder, which is uh, the next one. And they're also, both in, they're also both in book six, which I'm still yet to write, even though I've finished book seven, which is Tinder. Yeah, you still will go back and write book six yet. Yeah, I'm about 30,000 words through it, but it's, it just means that Tinder's stuck on the shelf now. I can't do anything with it. <laughs> yeah, because you need to release this one. And, and you know what? It's a shame that you can't do like a Star Wars type thing where you release Tinder, then you release book six, yeah. and tie them together. Like the problem, track I mean, the, the problem is with, with that is book six, which is going to be called The Other Side. It's a direct sequel to Barman. And you know what happens at the end of Barman. Yes. It's the one time there's been a cliffhanger in sort of yep. sorts in, uh, in one of my books. And so it needs answering. Otherwise... Yeah, it does. <clears throat> otherwise you'll get to Tinder and you'll be like, well, hang on a minute. How are these characters even doing what they're doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it definitely does. It definitely does need, need sorting out. It definitely doesn't, and, and obviously you've still got the divine, the, the, you know, the divine series. Yeah. You know, because you've how many, you know what th four books through that four, four or five books? Yeah, I recently released a a, a, a freebie one uh, that kind of acts as a prequel. But having spoken to a few readers and said it 
it makes more sense if you've read the other ones, which makes sense because I wrote it. Oh, <laughs> it's you've the other ones, yeah. Written, you know. uh, I've got another one hopefully coming out in Christmas, at Christmas time in the Divine series called The, uh, the Evaluation. And then the other night I woke up in the middle of the night and I've got an idea for another book with uh, the Bertie character from The Guardian. So he, he'll be in the fifth one. It doesn't stop, does it? No, it doesn't stop, no, because I've written half of the sixth one as well, but I can't <laughs> do it. How do you manage, how do you manage all of the, all of the ideas? Because obviously to be an author, you've, you've got to have ideas just flowing through your mind all the time. They, like you say, come at random times, wake up in the night. How do you manage to flick from writing book six of Meat Market series to the book with Bertie in it? Because they're completely different, like 100% different, yeah. and yet kind of flick between, how does that, how does that work? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing, I haven't been certified, I'm guessing multiple personalities. <laughs> No one's, uh, no, no one's carted me off to a, a sponge room yet, but I'm, I'm guessing it's something like that. Okay. You know, it's, it's kind of like a welcome relief because uh, I, I do enjoy, I do enjoy uh, writing the, the Divine series, but it's, it's a hard slog, but I do enjoy it. And then at the same time, I do enjoy the funnies because it's just dead easy to, to yeah. write. And I think that's, and that, when I started writing my blog posts, it was, uh, so I didn't have to do any real writing. And then that's turned into two books now. But that's in, that, I was about to say, that's turned into two books. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the second one's released tomorrow, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which then, and tomorrow by, by our standards is the 25th of September. So yeah. by the time this is played out on air, it would already have been released. Yes, yeah, so yeah. What is the name of the second? Because the first one's just called Rant, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was just me having little mini rants about this, that and everything, uh, talking about my journey into self-publishing. Because I think when I wrote Rant, I only had about two or three books out. I've now got 12. Uh, this one's more about the kids and uh, how much they wind me up <laughs> and how much they won't ever stop winding me up. But there's, there's, also, there's, there's all sorts of it. You just, uh, I start having a rant about something and think, oh, I'm going to write this down. And 3,000 words later, I, I read it to the girlfriend and she's laughing her head off. Like, well, <laughs> she's either laughing at my punctuation or I've, I've, I've been a funny again. Well, there you go. So what is, the, what is this new book called then? It's called Dad. Because... Okay. The, the, the majority of the uh, stories are about uh, being a dad, being, being a single dad, uh, just, you know, having the kids completely rule your life and never relenting, just want to sap the very soul from you. And uh, you're going through it on your own with no Fair backup. Enough. Fair enough. So, so how, many, how many kids have you got? I obviously know how many you have. Well, I had two, and then I go with my girlfriend, who has three, which equals too many. It's, yeah, it's just ridiculous. It's like children of the corn. 
you're just waiting for, you know, you just wake up in the middle of the night and one of them stood there staring at you weirdly. You know, Have they got bleach blonde hair? Yeah, well, what one of them does, but I'm sure the other, I'm sure we'll get the other one's wigs. Brilliant, brilliant. So, how old is the oldest then? <coughs> Nine going on uh, twenty-two. Okay, so and the young. Sorry, ten going on twenty-three. <laughs> okay, and the youngest. Youngest is three now. Blimey, yeah. madhouse then. Yeah, madhouse. So. You, you mentioned self-publishing, and obviously your books are all available on Amazon. You can get them all on Amazon. I think there's, there's even a couple of freebies, isn't there, like to whet the appetite? Yeah, uh, uh, I think Rant's, Rant's free, although they keep, Amazon keeps changing it. So uh, you put something on free, and then they decide, no, it's not free now. And it's, uh, it's, <laughs> so that's, that's, uh, that's my daughter wanting to speak to me when I said, don't come in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're, yeah, they're, uh, I've got I've got rant that's free, but I give it away free anywhere on my website, uh, yeah. and also the Immortal, which is the first in the Divine series, that's free at the moment, and I'm also halfway through writing a freebie for uh, my Ladlet series. Nice. What? What? Which one's that? It's it's going to be uh, at the end of checking out. He goes to London with his. Yeah. Uh, with his missus from Cape Town, and it's going to be what happens there. Uh, I've, I, wrote, I wrote it ages ago. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be called a toast to insanity, and uh, yeah, that's going to be like a freebie that I'm going to I'm going to throw out for that series mm-hmm. as well when I get to writing it. When you I've get to writing it, yeah. I, I wrote it. I wrote it years ago. I've got about thirty thousand words of it already done, but it needs redoing. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. See, thirty thousand words sounds like. A hell of a lot to me. It's a dissertation. <laughs> it is a dissertation. It is. Yeah. It's literally like a, it is a dissertation. Yeah. So self-publishing then. Yeah. How does that work? I mean, how how do you do it? Why did you go down it and not go through an actual publisher? What are the benefits and the perks, and what are the absolute downfalls? Well, uh, why did I do it? Years ago, I I did what everyone does: send my uh, my manuscripts off with a synopsis. And all the rest of it to a hundred different uh, agents, and then got a hundred different uh, rejection notes, which was fun uh, for various reasons. Usually, usually, most of them were just photocopied. No, sorry, it's not for us. Uh, and I was still writing at the time; I wasn't really that bothered. But uh, but then when self-publishing came along, and I was I was looking into self-publishing when it came along, uh, but I wasn't really, I didn't really know. You know, the Kindle came and all of a sudden all these self-published titles started hitting Amazon. But they all, they're all a bit rubbish and, the you know, 20 pages long and yeah. more, more like pamphlets and PDFs and they were very professional back then. Uh, and then, I can't remember, it was either, uh, I think, yeah, Nick Stevenson, is, who's a self-publishing guru, I came across his website and uh, he was just saying how he was crushing it, self-publishing. And I followed it, and then he released a course called "Your uh, Your First Ten Thousand Readers," which is what you need to start making a, uh, a go of it. Really, start making yeah. some. Money. And I followed the course, and I put the the freebie in place with the uh, sign up for the next book, and and all the rest of it. And I started doing that, and it it worked for a time. Meat Market got to number one, 
checking out when it was split into four books, the first part that got to number one, uh, success with the divine as well. But then Amazon kind of tweaked the algorithms and things like it's a lot harder to get the kind of eyes on your work as you used to. And it's more yeah. of an advertising platform. So you have to pay to play now. The reason I started self-publishing though was uh, just the control you have. I, I could I could release a book tomorrow. It literally take a day, whereas with the traditional route, it's eighteen months before that book's out. Ouch! And also, I get seventy percent of the cover price. It's, it's my job to sell it. Whereas self -pub uh, traditional publishing, <laughs> a, a ten pound book, you you're lucky to get a quid. Really. Yeah, yeah. They've got all the overheads on the, you know, and they're, they're putting all the marketing budget if they bother Ouch. into it. Yeah. Stuff, you know, unless you're Stephen King or Lee Child, you know, these middle list authors are looking to make 10 grand a year doing it. And some of them, you know, they're, they're really, you know, what, they're, uh, they're well known names, but they're just yeah. not making the money because they, the publisher's taking all of it. And well, yeah, exactly. There's this transition now. The, uh, the the traditional authors are now going over to self-publishing. Dean Coons has done it. He released uh, six short stories on his own and obviously just having his name. It's his name, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's more control. And, also, and the very best bit is you can direct access to readers. Yeah. I've got an email list and each one of those people that I, when I send an email, uh, they're there because they downloaded one of my books and I, I assume enjoy it because they're still on my list. Yeah. And I get emails back all the time and it's great, you know. Nice. So how how do you self-publish a book then? Talk me through how how you... Could you say if you wanted to do it tomorrow, you could do it tomorrow. So how does it work? Do you just sort of put it out there? or How, how does that work? <clears throat> you have to turn it into a Moby file and... Uh, and uh, which is the Kindle file that they use, that they use on uh, Amazon. Uh, an EPUB file, which is basically Apple and Kobo and Barnes and & Noble and everywhere else. You have to turn it into those files. So your Word document, say, it needs to be turned into that file. There's online things that can do it, but the format will probably be all over the show. I, this, yeah. I, I, I use something called Vellum, which is basically a publishing house in, in an app on my, uh, on my computer, and it, it's okay. brilliant. Uh, but before then, there's yeah, there's online uh, resources, all free. Once you've got that Moby file, you go to Kindle Publishing Direct, uh, set up an account, and then you could literally be, you could have it on Amazon in a day. That's mad. Yeah. That's crazy. I make it sound so easy, don't I? That, that's, just... that's five years of trial and error. <laughs> Well, this is it. You should write a book about how to do all of that. There's loads out there. There's loads of them out there. You know, I can imagine. You know, I can imagine there is. I can imagine. But I can imagine you'd make it funny. Yeah, I mean, I one, one, of, well, one of the books that I uh, I first read on on self publishing is called Reader Magnet, and it was it, it went through everything for you, but it was the philosophy that. Like the super, supermarket philosophy where the, you've got that lady who's handing out something. Yeah. 
maybe someone will buy it if they like it. You never do. You just usually take three pieces of chocolate and go, cheers, I'm going to get in my, my tea for tonight. But yeah. that, that's the philosophy behind me. Read a magnet. So you, uh, you put out something, a little bit of something. Mine was, I think it was Meat Market at one point. I, yeah. I gave the novel away. And uh, if they liked it, they'd sign up to my, my, uh, my list. And then I think I gave away checking out part one or the race back then. And you, 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 you get your readers that way. Uh, yeah. that, that's, how I, that's how I started off. It doesn't really work as effectively now, but uh, it's all about advertising. So can you every single one of your books? Yes. Go on then. Can you, what, do, it in, can you do it in chronological order? What chronological? How and I wrote when you released them? When I released them, or when I wrote them? Oh no, because you because you wrote some and have released some before you released the ones you wrote before. What? <laughs> so, so like <laughs> you said, you've already written some books, but you've not released them yet. But you've also you've you've written books after that that you have released. So That's if you fun. if you say, oh, I've I've written this book, but I've not released it yet. Yeah, so it's not real yet, is it? No, exactly. It's not real. So okay. I tell you what, just do it in, just just name them. Just just name all of them then. I'll 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 name them in uh, in chronological order from when I published them. Okay. Right. The race, meat market. Oh, this is hard now. The race, meat market. The divine, checking out one, two, three, four. Barman, uh, escorting Eric, uh, the healer. No, rants in there somewhere. Sorry, uh, the healer. See, I'm not sure about Mr. Millionaire and the Guardian because I wrote them a week apart. I'm not sure which one was. I think I probably released Guardian first, then Mr. Millionaire. Uh, Liam Martin, then that's it. Oh, and Dad tomorrow. Yeah. And that's is that all of them. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah, twelve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blimey. That's there's a lot of book. That is a lot of books and a lot of time and effort to to do that. How taking away the the divine, the immortal, the healer, the guardian, taking away all of those. How long would it would it take you roughly to write one of your your other books, <coughs> the Ludlow ones? Yeah, how long? Because obviously we've established that it can take sort of a year to two years to write the the more science, you know, the more urban fantasy type ones. So the Ladlit ones. Yeah, how yeah. Long? Well, well, the race. I mean, that's that's a big book. That I think it's about one hundred and thirty-eight thousand words. Because it's the four characters that that only took me about four months to write, I think. But I was doing it a lot, you know. That, that's all I was doing. Uh, Meat Market again took about three months, and that's eighty-five thousand words. Uh, it's when I it's when I leave it. It's when I <laughs> tindered the one that I've just written. Uh, I had sixty-five thousand words of it, and then I didn't write any of it for a year. And then I wrote the other thirty-five thousand words in two days. You can't so, count the year though. So taking away the year in between, 
because you actively weren't writing it, how long did it take you to write Tinder then? Uh, six months, maybe. Yeah, about six months. Yeah. Well, I mean, with Tinder, because it was a journal, I was kind of writing it as, as things were happening. And then I had to leave it because I needed to find yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably about five or six months, that one. Okay. I got an Eric. It was dead quick because I had reference points from Meat Market. Uh, that that took me about four weeks, Escort and Eric, to write. Uh, and Barman, again, took about four months. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so a couple of months to do, to do a book then. Yeah, if, 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 I, if I get my bum in seat and my, you know, I'm, 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 the, I'm, a, pro, I'm a pro procrastinator. I will, I will literally hoover up before, you know, I don't, oh, that washing up needs to Oh, those lights could really do with uh, window leaning. I would do anything instead of sit down and write. But, but when you there, do start writing, but, but when you do start writing, you hammer it out. Yeah, yeah, it's my favourite thing ever. It's yeah. just getting in that seat. <laughs> it's just getting in that seat. Yeah. So, last question then. Okay. If you could give any advice to someone who wanted to become a writer, what would you give them? What advice would you give? Who wanted to become a writer? Want to become a writer, an author, self-publisher. What advice would you give? Well, you, you need that first book first. And the only way to do it is to put the hours in. You've got to, you've got to sit there and tap those keys, otherwise nothing's going to happen. I mean, I'm, I'm quite fortunate now. I'm 38 and I've been writing since I was allegedly eight years old. But I've, I've been writing since I was 15, definitely. So the... Uh, Apart from Hoover in the ceiling, you know, I, I, I'm quite disciplined once I do get in, into that seat. Uh, it, it's, it's making it part of your life and it's, uh, do, it's every day, just doing a little bit, 10 minutes, just do 10 minutes a day. Do 10 yeah. minutes a day, crank out 300 words a day. You've still got a 100,000 word novel at the end of the year. It's just that little bit, you know, chipping away at it. And, and not to uh, and just think one chapter at a time. Don't think, oh God, you know, oh. Otherwise, you can just the amount of times I've sat down and written a book and four chapters in, I'm like, no, nah, I can't do this because I need to, you know, you just can't be daunted by the process. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Excellent. Thank you very much, Rob. As always, it's an absolute pleasure to talk. It's nice to catch up and and just chat. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It is good. I appreciate your time as well. I appreciate your time. So, um, you know, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about your... Well, it's absolutely fine. It's better than having to write. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm now one of your muses. I'm, I'm, I'm part of your procrastination now. Yeah, you're my anti-muse, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do this every day, man. This is much better. Yeah, we, could, we could do. We could do. Yeah, it used to be able to go to the pub, but not anymore. So yeah, this is it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, you you couldn't even go out for a swift half now because it's like they've got to be shut in in fourteen minutes. So yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah. mad, isn't it? Absolutely yeah. mad. Can you say, or can you can you explain where people can sign up to your your reader list and where they can find your books? Yeah, if you'd like to sign up for a couple of free. The, Three books of mine, you can go to www.robradcliffeinc.com and there's a sign up page right there. Sign up and you'll 
you get get sent the books instantly. Excellent. Thank you very much. And I, I, I do I do have to say that the free books are great, and they you will want to buy more. You will want to get more. And I I actually think that everyone should go and read Meat Market. <laughs> I can't say Tindered yet because it's not out, but they can go and read Meat Market. Maybe if you invite me on again, it'll be it'll be it'll be live then. <laughs> We we can always do another one, mate. We can always do another one. You know, I'm more than happy. Awesome. All right, buddy. All right. See you later. See you later, Rob. Take care, mate.